In the name of Jesus Christ, the Word of God, the Word that is never broken, grace, mercy, and peace to you. Amen. Back in the 1960s, I understand there were big changes taking place in Effingham and in Effingham County. Some of you remember when these interstates were built and crossed here. Of course, they were following, in some ways, the old National Road and 45, but what changes took place in those days? And most people would look at the changes and look and say, for the most part, wonderful things happened because of them. But it must not have been easy. The engineering and the effect it had on some people's farms and livelihoods, making it really difficult to get from one field to the other, probably, or from one house to the other. Some would say that the hard work was worth it, but has costs to it. And if that is true out here where the land is, of course, largely flat, and it was relatively easy to build those interstates, what must it have been like a thousand miles west on I-70? If you come to what we now call the Eisenhower Tunnel, if you've driven over that part of the Rocky Mountains, you travel through this tunnel that is almost a mile long, and you marvel at what it must have taken to, in many places along I-70, fill in the valleys and make low the mountains and then to burrow through a mountain to make a way. Making a highway out here seems tiny by comparison. But the Eisenhower Tunnel and all of the work that was done out there on I-70 through the Rocky Mountains is tiny compared to the highway of our God. In the words of the Old Testament lesson, Isaiah chapter 40, it speaks of the way of the Lord being made, a way that fills in every valley eventually and brings low every mountain, the rough places plain. The way of the Lord and today, that way of the Lord in Isaiah 40 began with these words, comfort. Comfort my people, says your God. The way of the Lord, the highway of the Lord is His voice of comfort. And it came to us today through the prophet Isaiah as it does all Advent in our Old Testament lessons. We're going to be reading Isaiah together those of you who sign up to be a part of our Today's Light Bible reading program that begins on January 1st of next year, we're going to begin with Isaiah. We'll eventually swing back around and be in Genesis, and we'll finish all of the Bible in two years. But come January 1st, we'll begin with Isaiah chapter 1. It is, of course, by God's inspiration, a very interesting book. Isaiah was given to be a prophet 
for God's people in about the year 700 B.C. when they were struggling. They were suffering. And suffering under the Assyrians at first, but for their own sins, for their own forsaking of the faith and the way of God. The first 39 chapters of the book of Isaiah are largely, largely, not completely, law. Words of warning when God is calling His people to repentance. And at chapter 40, there's a new voice, a new chapter, you might say, that begins with, now comfort. Comfort my people, says your God. And they are words that it's clear to see that they're words spoken when the people of Israel after they've gone into exile for the sake of their sins, after they've suffered in slavery in Babylon, their next enemy, they're going to come home. They will be homecoming back in Jerusalem, and their warfare will be ended, and their pardon is real for all of their iniquity. With Isaiah 40, we start to hear the voice of comfort more clearly. It is the way of the Lord to comfort His people. Not in the way that the world would comfort us and tell us that everything's okay, but comfort that's real, that, tell us us, that tells us not everything is okay. And for all of them, all who come to God on His terms, not on their own, but on His terms the comfort is real because it flows from sin forgiven. But the word of comfort today included these difficult words. If we hear them rightly, all the people are like grass. The grass withers. The flowers fade when the breath of the Lord blows upon it. That's a word that not all people want to hear. I can tell you from my time in campus ministry up at Western Illinois University that college students are just like you and me. They don't want to hear always or often that the grass withers and the flowers fade. We can pretty easily think that college students are only thinking of themselves and this short time of life. Well, it's largely true, yet no more for them, I think, than for us. But there were students who heard the word, the word of warning that the grass withers, the flower fades. The word that all people die. All people fade away. If you picked up this little trifold pamphlet on the way into worship, or if you pick it up afterward titled, Keeping Christ on Campus, there's a picture there of a young man named Coleman, who listened to that word. Coleman listened to that word of the grass withers, the flower fades. You need more than yourself. And Coleman studied the scriptures, and Coleman studied the catechism, and Coleman was baptized, as you see there on the front of the pamphlet. Believing that grass withers, but the word of our God stands forever. That word of gospel is what empowers our campus ministries. 
that the word of God stands forever. In the midst of an age where truth is being undermined and questioned, our campus ministries hold up the word of God as true and full of power of law and gospel, knowing that all those who stand in the word, they too last forever. But the the work of campus ministries in some ways is a little bit more difficult, both on state university campuses and on Christian campuses, I'm sure. I brought with me this little student handbook from Western Illinois University from 1939 to 1941. The student handbook these days on college campuses is a lot bigger than this little tiny book. And here in the book is a list of suggestions for new students. It gives us a picture of how the landscape of campuses is changing. Here are the first four suggestions for new students. Number one, remember this is for my alma mater, Western Illinois University. Help make Western synonymous with a high sense of honor. Great. Number two, join the YMCA or the YWCA. Number three, sing in the assembly as though you mean it. I love that. The whole campus could come together in one assembly, and they were being told, sing. And here's the fourth one. Keep Sunday for worship and rest. In the student handbook at Western Illinois University, I can tell you, that is no longer in the student handbook at WIU, telling our students, keep Sunday for worship and, yes, rest. The landscape is changing, and it's going to continue to change, and that's all the reason more why we need to keep on holding up campus ministries as a place and a time where God and His Word is held up as the voice of comfort that lasts forever. So that students like Coleman and Yong Sun, so that students like Stephanie and Devon hear the word of God and believe it. Believing that they wither and the word of our God stands forever. And so that they with us want his voice in all of its authority, in all of its truth and grace you know that if somebody stands ruggedly independent before God, they're going to fail. But all of those who recognize that they are, we are, withering grass, fading, fading flowers, we receive only in that stance of humility His voice with gratitude, the voice of real comfort. His voice is one day, every knee will bow before him. We desire that more would bow before him now in the humility of repentance. His voice is irresistible. It is also patient with you and with me. It is the voice of comfort and a voice that draws townspeople and college students on Sundays to rest in him 
It must have been hard work to build those interstates. And how much harder to build those interstates out there in the mountains and to dig the Eisenhower Tunnel. But even that's tiny to the work of the way of the Lord, which is always His work, the work of the Holy Spirit, to work on hearts as hard as stone as mine and yours, and to make the way, the way of repentance that receives this word, your sins are forgiven, your pardon is real, your iniquity is yours. It's all gift by grace for the sake of Jesus Christ, whose hands outstretched on the cross and invite you and college students and young children and senior citizens and all to come and hear his voice of comfort, a voice that says, your sins are forgiven. And God's people say, amen. The peace of God which surpasses understanding, keep your hearts and your minds safe in faith in Jesus Christ alone. Amen.